absence, pulling up his chair and getting back to business, as it were. It was swimming so close to him now that he could almost taste it on his deformed tongue at the cause of his subtle impediment. That boy talk funny, they'd say. Not all his life, of course, but certainly from the day of his fourteenth, the day his father had belted him that little bit too hard and sunk his bottom teeth clean through his tongue, leaving him spitting blood and a slice. Perhaps, given the fact that he had never fulfilled so much as one of his father's expectations, low as they might have been, this was why Davies had somehow felt that he had needed to do this one job right, to carve the symbol, his symbol, so perfectly, so crisp, sharp, and, yes, so very beautiful, that even the father who had yet to be born would look on him with the pride he had been denied throughout his shitty juvenile existence. It went without saying that Davies chose, where possible, to forget what he could of his family, and yet he remembered every harsh lesson he had ever been taught. How could he not? Memory, after all, walked hand in hand with pain. It was something that, once burned in, could be suppressed, but never fully erased. It waited like a painful itch, lingering until the day it felt that some benefit could be drawn from pulling itself to the fore, requested or not. So he knew now, as he had heard way back when, that stone had grain, like wood, and that its structure needed to be worked to a mason's advantage. He was also aware that, like thieving, rapin', killin', swift, decisive strokes, hard and fast, were far more effective and true than the slow, cautionary tap-tapping demonstrated so often by the painfully inexperienced. He never held stock with the shorter chisels, either. They ain't worth shit, boy. Short did not carry the weight required for the job in hand, and the only way to correct it would be to make the tool unusably thick and clumsy. Nope. Davies used a very slim chisel, almost two feet in length, and forged from the toughest metals available at the time, bearing a sharpened tip that would have put many of the swords he saw daily to shame. In the wrong hands, such a lengthy item would probably be unwieldy, and the hammer? Big, blunt, and impossibly heavy for some, but not a man of Davies' stature. Now, it seemed, Many years after his father's insistent and insulting instruction, he finally had the strength needed to wield both tools as precisely as if he were carving butter with a heated knife. When the design was complete, he checked the symbol against his own, the one he had worn for the four years since his conviction, and smiled when he saw that it was nigh on perfect. The dark edges of the stone, weathered by age, gave way to the sharp light of the freshly exposed interior in smooth curves and strong, unwavering lines. He knew that his father would, just this once, have been proud, though he doubted—no, scrap that—he knew damn well that he would never have made any such emotion visible. But his father wasn't around, was he? And why should Davies try to prove himself to him now, anyway, when he was almost thirty-eight years old, and he hadn't seen hide nor hair of the man for half of that life? Why had he even felt the need to try? The old man hadn't even bothered attending the trial, or seen the death sentence delivered to his son like a final demand. Why try? No, 
There was no one around to be proud for Davies now, but Davies himself. Wasn't that always the way? Why keep trying? With a sigh, breath and spittle whistling like leaves around his tongue, he removed a tapered sliver of fine pumice from an untreated leather belt, and using it as though sandpaper, began to smooth the bevels of the design. Carefully he blew away the fine dust and added a few drops of patina, until the facets collected the cold hues streaming through the window and shone them back to his even colder eyes like angled mirrors. He took a deep swig of water from his skin flask, removed the two tables from individual leather purses gently, and placed them into the circular recesses he had carved already. They fitted perfectly. Look at them. He had known they...